superheroes. Thanks for tuning in to Purdue University College of Veterinary Medicine's Vet Humans Live, the place to get insider information about all of our veterinary superheroes. I'm your host, Dr. Sandy, aka Pink Phoenix. I'm a veterinarian and I lead the League of Vet Humans. Vet Humans develop superpowers after overcoming extraordinary challenges. The League aims to create an inclusive and diverse veterinary profession where we support each other and future vetahumans. In today's episode, we'll meet Crimson Cat, a veterinary student who's doing extraordinary things. Let's get started. Here we go. Thanks for being on the show, Crimson Cat. I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> to get started, can you share a little bit of your story with us? Yeah, so I... Um took more of a non-traditional route to vet school. I'm currently going to start my third year of vet school at Kansas State University. Um, but after undergrad, I actually did a master's program at Tufts University through their veterinary school. Um, it was a, in conservation medicine, so it was a really cool, unique program um, that talks about One Health. And then after that, I took some time to work in the vet field, which was amazing. And then I started at Kansas State in 2020, and I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy you're there, too, <laughs> as part of the league. So I have to ask, how did you pick your superhero name? Um, So it was hard to do. I was really struggling with it. Um, but so I actually just got a cat in 2020 when I started vet school. Did not expect to get pets at all. I told myself I wasn't, you know, I had no pets coming into it. I was like, I will get a pet after I graduate, but that didn't work out. It did not last very long. So I ended up with a cat, which I did not like cats, to be honest, beforehand, and fell in love with this little kitten. Um, and now he's a big part of my life. So I figured that I would try to honor him a little bit because um, he's helped me through a lot. So he's been kind of like my emotional support animal for the past two years in vet school. I love that. I ended up with my first cat a week into vet school. Oh my god. <laughs> I should say my first vet school pet. I started yeah. with three cats. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh. I know I'm tempted to get another one already. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Ren. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan so it's uh, Ky after Kylo Ren from Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. That's great. So you talked about how you had a different path to vet med. Can you describe the moment for us that you knew you wanted to become a veterinarian? Um, so it actually happened in undergrad. So I went to a school in South Florida for undergrad. I went for marine biology. I thought I wanted to do research with marine animals. Always have loved animals my whole life. Just wasn't sure like what I wanted to do with it. Um, and then, like, I think my sophomore year, my friend was like, why don't you double major in biology? He also, like, was recently considering vet school, so we started talking about it a little bit. And by double majoring, it kind of covered a lot of the prerequisites for vet school. And I was friends with a lot of pre-med majors, kind of fell in love with medicine through that, like, taking a lot of the same courses as them. So the summer between sophomore and junior year, I was like, you know what, maybe I should shadow, go see a vet. Like I had never worked in a vet office before. Um, during the school year, I had volunteered at a shelter 
really fell in love with working with the animals there. Um, so that summer I shadowed at a animal hospital back home and like fell in love. I like seeing the medicine and the love of animals come together. I was like, okay, I can see myself doing this. <laughs> so that was kind of my, my journey. It started a lot later than most of my classmates, but it led me here. So I'm happy about it. That's awesome. So you're starting your third year of vet college right now. Yeah. <laughs> when you were thinking about vet school, what did you think vet college would be like compared to what it's really like? Um, so I knew it was going to be difficult um, just because I had heard, you know, it's very similar to medical school. It's a professional program. It's going to be harder, but I had no idea it was going to be like this. <laughs> um, it's definitely uh, I feel like I had to change my way of thinking. Um, like I couldn't use the same study tactics I used in undergrad or in uh, my master's program. Um, I really had to learn to kind of learn the material quicker than I was used to. And then um, I've noticed like studying as a group closer to the test just to kind of review and quiz each other really helped. But it took me a bit longer to kind of figure out a new way to, to study for vet school. So it's not like I expected. <laughs> what study tactics have you found to be most effective? Um, so at the, like when I first learned the new material, I take notes in class. And then later in the week, I'll kind of go back and I start typing up an outline. So that really helps me. I like to see it in an outline. Then I usually print it out. And I, I'm the type, like I like to write all over, <laughs> kind of add uh -huh. in different things. And it helps me like the writing aspect, I feel like helps it solidify in my brain more. And then um, like the night, a few days before the exam or the night before, I kind of review with some of my classmates and we like quiz each other. Um, I'll either give her my outline and she can quiz me off of it. Um, or if she has her own outline or flashcards because everyone does things differently, it, uh, it really helps. But each class kind of changes how I study. Like for parasitology, I use a lot of flashcards for that class. But so it just depends. Oh, those are great strategies. Thank you for sharing them. So think back to over two years ago, you get accepted to vet college. What were you most anxious about? Um, I think I was really anxious about like coming to a new state and just being in a class with a ton of people I don't know. Um, like I'd moved before previously because I live in Pennsylvania, but I went to undergrad in Florida, did my master's in Massachusetts. So I think I was just really anxious about like the fact that this was an even bigger life change because this was like finally gonna get me to the career I want. So very anxious about that, but during orientation, I, was, I just got really excited about it. So that was gonna be my next question. How did you <laughs> overcome that? Um, just kind of putting, getting involved. So I, I always have liked to be involved. I joined, I decided to run for class secretary because we have class officers. And I think that really helped me overcome some of that anxiousness. And that's the perfect segue because you started a whole new student organization, didn't you? Yeah. So prior to um, actually classes even starting, one of my best friends from undergrad, he's a year above me and um, he was already at vet school here at Kansas State, 
and we were talking, he started mentioning this new national organization called the Latinx Veterinary Medical Association that was founded in 2020. Um, And he was saying that smaller chapters were opening up at different schools. And we started talking and we figured we should bring it to Kansas State because um, the Latinx community is very underrepresented in veterinary medicine. So we wanted to give an outlet and a, a way to you know, inform people about our community and for Latinx individuals to feel comfortable to uh, express their culture. So we started it in, so we started all the process in fall of 2020. And then our first official semester on campus was spring of 2021. So it was really exciting. Well, I applaud you for being a leader. That's fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Can you tell us about the process? It couldn't have been easy to start a whole new club. What did you have to go through? So we had to contact the national organization for it. um, And they kind of sent us a really good like handbook, um, constitution, all the the details about starting an organization. And then um, I'm really grateful that my friend and co-founder was close with the dean of the school. um, So we contacted him to find out more of the the like paperwork process of starting it on campus. Um, we had to reach out to main campus because uh, all the organizations, even through the vet school, have to be approved by main campus in order to be founded here. So there's a lot of paperwork, <laughs> um, a lot of emails, and then just gaining, seeing if people had interest. So we sent like a kind of like a brief introduction email to the school just to kind of see if people were interested Um, because we needed some other officers too to officially start so we had to get people to want to put in some of that work as well because we couldn't do it ourselves and then we're really grateful that Dr. Kukinich who actually works with This Is How We Roll um, she's incredible and she actually agreed to be our faculty advisor for LVMA as well so she was a great help in helping us start this organization because she's really um, all about diversity and inclusion so she really helped us out with that. She's an absolutely wonderful human being. Yeah. <laughs> so you're entering your third year. You're mm-hmm. about halfway through or over halfway through the yeah. curriculum. What's been your favorite class so far? Ooh, this is a hard one. I feel like there's just been so much information thrown at us. Um, I loved anatomy. It's one of my favorites for sure. And then I think what else did I take last semester? Oh, pathology. I loved pathology. That one was amazing. Just seeing, learning about the disease processes and like how they actually work and finally understanding like what happens in the body. So this way we can better help patients in the future. That was really cool. Yeah, I love path too. What has been your best day ever so far? Oh, best day ever. In vet school? Yeah. Probably, I think our first meeting for LVMA, I want to say, I was super nervous, if I'm being honest, um, very anxious, but seeing how many people came out to support us, not just students, but faculty as well, um, it was an amazing feeling. Uh, to see that like all the hard work we put in behind the scenes 
was paying off and like people actually were going to come support us because if I'm being honest, I was scared that there weren't going to be many people there. Um, but seeing the support from the school was an amazing feeling and I feel like it just motivated us more to continue working on this, even though like school is getting harder. Um, it gave us that motivation to keep going. Oh, that's wonderful. I love <laughs> stories like that where everybody comes together because yeah. that's what the league's about, supporting mm -hmm. each other to do great things together. <laughs> so what kind of veterinarian are you thinking of being? And has that changed from when you started school? Yeah, so I started vet school really heavily focused on wanting to do exotics. Um, I mainly had a small animal background with like a little bit of wildlife work um, prior to vet school and some stuff at a zoo. And I really loved that. And I still do. I still love exotics, but I'm really now um, passionate about surgery and small animal yeah. surgery. So I'm kind of trying to figure out where to go. I feel like each year I like see different things that I can do. So it makes it a little harder trying to pick one. Um, so I kind of want to hopefully find a practice where I can do small animal and exotics and a lot of surgeries, hopefully. Is this the year that you get to do surgeries in your curriculum? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we just got like our um, junior surgery lab groups and schedule and everything. So nervous, but excited. Excellent. That's when we start uh, surgeries here too, third year. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> So let's go back. If you were talking to a friend that wanted to go to vet school, how would you recommend that they prepare? Um, so I definitely would recommend making sure you get really good study habits early on. I definitely slacked a little at the beginning of undergrad. Um, so it, it took me a while to, to learn really good study habits. So if they can try early, I definitely would recommend that, even though it's going to change, but getting that discipline um, there is a really good help and then learning balance that's something I've struggled with um, and like this summer I really tried to take time to like learn how to balance things myself and like learning how to actually rest because I've always been the kind of person to just like go 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 and then I burn out really fast and this field that happens way too often so trying to learn balance and how to rest and like actually give yourself a break is going to be more beneficial and like help you retain that information way better. I'm glad you brought that up. That is super, super important. Mm -hmm. So how did you go through the process? How, how are you learning balance and what kind of things are you doing for fun or for an outlet? Mm -hmm. So this summer I really wanted to focus on it because I feel like second year kind of burnt me out a little bit, if I'm being honest. Um, it was a bit overwhelming uh, school-wise and personally. So this summer I really tried to, I was working, but I tried to not overwork myself as I used to do. And then I've read a lot this summer. I like I grew up loving to read, but it kind of got put on the back burner because of the school things I needed to read. So I started getting back into reading for fun. Um, I would read fiction books as well as some self-help books um, that really helped me take things into perspective. Uh, one book was actually called Rest, and it was a, a really good book um, talking about how important it is to try to incorporate different activities outside of your, your professional life to help balance yourself. So I started getting back into exercise. 
um, and trying to go for more walks just to be outside more. Because, you know, in school, we're, we're always inside. We're going to class, studying, um, everything. So I'm, I've been trying to spend a little bit more time outside, even if it's going out for like a 20 minute walk, um, if I don't have time for anything else, just to kind of clear my mind and give myself like some exercise rather than just sitting for so long. So those are small things, hoping to try to incorporate more um, as I keep going, but that's what I'm trying that's, to do right now. That's perfect. And walking is such a great way to just get outside, get some sunlight, yeah. and get some movement. It doesn't have to be long, like you said, 15, 20 minutes. Just give yourself a break. Yeah. That's wonderful. And thanks for the book recommendation. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Great. Next, tell us about your superpowers. What are they and how are you using them to support others through the League of Veta Humans? So I think definitely empathy is a big one and compassion. Um, I feel like that's helped me in all aspects of my life. I've, from different jobs, I've worked outside the vet field. Um, I really try to make sure that I'm like, because it's a person and their pet. We're, we're not just dealing with the animals. So I want to make sure that I'm truly trying to understand where this person's coming from. Like, it's it's difficult because now that I have my own pet, I couldn't even imagine, like, bringing him in if he's really sick and, you know, you're, you're scared. So I try to make sure that I'm explaining things as well as I can to people so they understand what's going on and that we're trying to help them, too. Um, like, we're not not there to do any harm. We're, we're there to help you and your pet. So that's something really important to me that I try to bring in every aspect. That's why I love this is how you roll because I can I can show my passion as well to the kids and you know try to teach them these things as well. And then compassion. I you know if you're you don't love what you're doing then it makes it so much harder. So I try to show people how much I love what I'm doing right now. Those are awesome superpowers. <laughs> Before we sign off, what inspirational message do you have for aspiring superheroes out there? Uh, make sure you focus on yourself because if you're not doing well, then you can't help others. Um, I think that's the biggest part, something I've had to learn too because I've always just you know, put myself in a place where I want to help people. But if you're burnt out and not feeling well and not doing good, then you you can't help people because then you're going to not be in a good place. You might be angry and that can show. So definitely make sure you're doing well and then, you know, you can help others in the same way and it'll be so much better. That is absolutely wonderful advice. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show, Crimson Cat. Thank you for having me. You can learn about other League of Vetahuman superheroes at vetahumans.org. If you liked this episode, and I know that you did, please subscribe, rate, and share it with your friends. And remember, use your powers for good. Yeah.